1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless, able to get 30 30 to get 30, able to get 20 20 20, to get 20, 20 you get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Feature. The hideaway is open
2: tonight. I've licked at it or whatever. You know, you've got quicksand. It's that the equivalent, it's made out of dicks, 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 dicks,
0: dicks, It's fantastic. What do you think about Brexit? What's- here. I'm just popping in quickly at the beginning of the episode to inform you that we had some slight, well, that I had some slight audio difficulties in recording this episode. If you look at our socials and see any of the clips that have been posted from this episode, you will see that I am indeed talking into a professional-looking mic. However, I may or may not have not put the input to the mic and instead chosen the input to be my computer and listen we're doing the best we can additionally because I didn't realize where I was being recorded from there are definitely some moments where you can hear my cat screaming in the background and my boyfriend feeding him clink clank on cat bowl type noises And I apologize for that, but I hope that you have a little bit more empathy for what I deal with every day, if you just tune in a little bit to the sheer volume of Melvin. Thank you all so much for being here. This is hopefully a nice little preview of how good my audio will be moving forward. And without further ado...
2: Hello, and welcome to She's Got the
0: Chat. I am Mara. And I am Ari.
2: This week was a
0: bit of a snoozer, I cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, especially compared to last week that felt like we couldn't spend enough time recording, couldn't decide uh-huh. what the most shocking thing was, who the most toxic <laughs> person was. It really we I mean it's good, it's an exhale moment in the show, but mm-hmm. definitely a little bit less interesting. So hopefully we'll be able to get a little bit more into dynamics and and our thoughts versus just this happened and then this other crazy thing happened and then this happened and then this happened
2: (laughs) i know it is good that there's a little bit of bounce because like yeah the week three was pretty wild and then with casa coming up obviously in week five that's very exciting
0: yes and stay tuned to the end of the episode because we will be giving stick or twist predictions for casa more yeah i'm pumped So before we get started and before we get into episode 21, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please rate and review us. And if you have any friends who watch Love Island and you think would enjoy us, please, please send us along. We would very much appreciate it. If you have friends who don't watch Love Island, force them to watch Love Island and then send them mm-hmm. the pod at that point. Exactly. Yes. Make this one big
2: happy community cuz we really need that for Love yes. Island. So many other shows have that.
0: Yes, and we have been doing that. We have been forcing people in our lives to watch <laughs> Love Island, so join us. And I
2: everyone loves it. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably love it, but if you're new here, it's a great show. One of the No best one out is there.
0: disappointed.
2: Exactly. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, great people <laughs> along on the journey. We're super excited to be continuing this podcast, and we're just really enjoying it. So, we would love to share with more people. Yes.
2: All right. Without further ado, let's, let's chat. Let's chat. So, we have episode 21, um, and it leaves us off with the girls needing to send home two boys. Um, this was an interesting one. Maya Jamma walks over and sort of weighs in, on it with the girls and sort of tries to get them to discuss it a little bit.
0: I don't remember seeing things like that maybe in early days with Caroline, but I don't remember right. seeing something like that for seasons and seasons with the host.
2: Yeah. There, I feel like there were some times where Caroline Flack might've touched in with that sort of thing, but usually not. Um, Cause I also feel like the host wasn't always there for those kinds of decisions.
0: And still is it? I mean, it's, a little bit hit or miss if the host is going to come for these recouplings or these dumpings it sometimes happens and then sometimes they just get texts do you think that that is intentional or do you think that it is more just like when Maya Jamma is in South Africa and available to film
2: I think that's part of it I think that they're I think the biggest thing with Love Island is they're still playing around with what kind of role does the host play yeah do we need a host is it necessary
0: not How much really. of a host.
2: Yeah, I know. It's not necessary at all, but, like, is it fun to have one? Is it nice, et cetera, to move the story along, to spice things up a little bit? It does – her presence does create a lot of tension for the Islanders, so that's that's an effect. But
0: Yeah, I guess just with what we were saying before, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me because they are – dreading if she's coming in but <laughs> there could be like a horrible dumping without her there yeah, 100%. I mean I guess the show does need a host for really at the beginning the first coupling in the end the, the winners but mm. other than that I think that these are just little moments for her to come in and have a fashion moment as we discussed yes lend a little bit of gravitas to whatever the the event is and mm-hmm. show face. I mean, also she does after sun and stuff like that. So right. there are other ways that she's present, but right. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was one conversation about just this one moment, but I thought <laughs> I found that interesting as well that they, that they had her there for that. It's a worthy, it's a worthy
2: conversation, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the girls start to discuss all the boys. Tanyelle says that she does have a connection with Spencer Olivia obviously says that she doesn't want to send Kai home. Tanya sort of comes in here saying that Kai has been disrespectful, sort of
0: as a means to be like, maybe we should send him home. But ultimately, Olivia announces when the girls return to the fire pit that they are sending home Aaron and Spencer, which was our prediction at the end of last week, um, Mm -hmm. with Aaron being kind of disappeared from the show, potentially just, because he's not an interesting islander and he was able to shine in Australia where it's not as competitive and then wasn't able to shine here or because the show disappeared him when allegations came out of uh, about him. But either way, he was not a surprising one. Neither was Spencer. He had semi-connection with Olivia that pretty much fizzled immediately. And then we obviously saw this with Tanya and we'll talk a little bit the next morning. There is some conversation with Tanya about Her feeling a bit frustrated that like she felt like it was her turn to keep the guy around that she liked
2: exactly yeah yeah I made a note that Kai was wearing this like really cool chiffon like sheer shirt with like a tank underneath I think or maybe just a t-shirt it was cute
0: back in corner yeah (laughs) all right so in the makeup room the girls are getting ready for bed and Tanya says who am I going to couple up with now and Olivia is pretty upset about this comment and Tanya leaves mm-hmm. and Olivia's like, why is she so concerned about new boys coming in? Spencer hasn't even left yet. She obviously doesn't care about him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: Right. Strange, but whatever.
0: I feel like we're not getting all of the story of what is actually going on with Tanya and Olivia because there's a lot of tension between them, I feel like, mm-hmm. with this situation, but beyond that as well and I just it feels like we're kind of scratching the surface and not getting the full story and I feel that way again I'm always jumping forward but I feel that way also with Ron and Shaq
2: yeah I mean to your point we do see a little bit of that start to unfold later with Sammy which we'll get to um but yeah I agree we're not really seeing the full thing but something's going on for sure yeah there's tension there yeah we have a BCGC a boys chat girls chat Everyone's basically saying that the dumping was really difficult. Kai says that Olivia is making him feel nervous. Tom says that Ron needs to be more honest with himself and the fact that he hasn't really been giving Lana 100%, to which Ron responds with that he's been talking to both girls and both girls are happy, which I was like, are you ha- are you seeing the same conversations that I am seeing?
0: <laughs> also, this is the beginning of Tom doing a 180 for me. Yeah. I mean, he was so toxic last week. Mm -hmm. He was refusing to take accountability for his bad behavior. And then Mm -hmm. there was a switch that I thought was kind of producer-driven of them being like, you have to take some accountability. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. We'll get into it. But I feel like he's kind of turned a page.
2: I agree. I think he realized that he needed to get his shit together a little bit.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, even in holding Ron accountable, kind of shocking. Maybe he just was like, if I... Point out how bad Ron has been. People will forget how bad I've been. <laughs> you know what it is? I think it's because Lana is so beloved.
2: And yes. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I saw this TikTok. Tom and Lana, like, cuddling and being cute. And then the music was, like, emotionally manipulative. And so I was wondering if they were going to, like, be a thing or if Tom, like, secretly likes Lana.
0: Based on a conversation that Tom and Lana have a little bit later on in this episode... I think it's the first thing that you were saying about mm. Tom and just the boys in general being very protective of Lana. I do you think that she's very beloved in the villa. That's mm. how I've read it at least a little bit more that way than that. He's into her because we see yeah. similar things in the next few episodes with Shaq as well.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah. So during the girls chat, Lana tells the girls that she doesn't want to look like a dickhead going back to Ron. Yeah. But it's just warning <laughs> sign. Number one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, We see a chat now with Ron and Shaq, and Ron is saying that he won't be able to kick the feelings that he has for Lana, and he knows that there is something amazing between them. And Ron is like, I've been tested, but I found my way back. It's not exactly what happened. <laughs> not exactly what happened. So, I mean, the amount of times that he has ITM'd over the past week, like, yeah, if Lana doesn't pick me, I'm going to try to get to know Sammy. Like, that's not mm-hmm. – he's re- writing this story to make himself look better and I thought a lot about that actually during this week because I remember that very specific conversation with Ron and Kai where they were like the way that we've been playing this game is not working we have to Mm -hmm. play it smarter Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is them playing it smarter and like it is smarter but it also feels disingenuine to me and it makes me not believe they're couples and I still don't like them I agree (laughs) (laughs) Shaq suggests that Ron creates more of a gap with him and Sammy if he does want to win Lana back
2: yeah I don't know that we've the viewer have necessarily seen that but obviously I appreciate that they're putting it in there um, that, that that's actually happening that Ron and Sammy are still spending a lot of time together
0: yeah I mean the conversation that him and Sammy had where she was like you gave me an ultimatum and I think that there actually is something there between us that wasn't that long ago
2: Right. That's true. That was only, I guess, a couple of days before this day. Yeah. Even the day before, potentially.
0: Yeah. Very recently. So, and Ron was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, I did do this because Lana gave me an ultimatum very much like putting it on her and it's her fault versus being like, no, I actually just think I have a better connection with her. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, so then we see a conversation between Ellie and Jordan. They're talking in the kitchen. They say they want to spend more time together. Every single one of their conversations is not at all important. And <laughs> they have zero connection from what I can see.
0: I don't think Jordan is a very interesting Islander in general.
2: I agree. I think he's very good looking, but he's we have not seen his personality at all.
0: Unfortunately, this might be disproving my is he hot or is he just tall theory from last week because he's also extremely tall, but none of the girls are interested in right. him. Right. So, Tom must have something else. And I did, I saw an interview with uh, Zara on Aftersound or a clip of her Sun interview where she was saying it's his eyes. Tom's? Tom's,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. It's the way he looks at you 100%. Yeah.
0: I also saw a different interview clip with Zara where she was saying that she would like to be brought back in as a bombshell for Casa. I because saw that too. she is interested in Jordan.
2: Uh, well,
0: great maybe they'll they get together on the on outside. The outside. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, same. I, I actually wow. thought about it. I was like, that might happen. That'd I also think dope. it could happen with Tanya and Ron, but we'll discuss that later.
2: yes we will (laughs) so we then see a conversation between sammy and tanyelle who have become very quick besties sammy is telling her what olivia said in the makeup room the night before and tanyelle says that olivia is moving bitchy
0: yeah and this is definitely where this drama starts to take a bit more of a center stage in this week It's really interesting because it feels like the couples this week are a bit more established and so the drama has been primarily within the friendships, like specifically Mm -hmm. with Olivia and Tanya and Ron and Shaq, Mm -hmm. which is just not normally what we're used to seeing. Right. That's true. We then see a conversation between Ron and Lana, and Ron is saying that the dumping put things in perspective, and Lana is expressing gratitude that he wasn't sent home, said that she was grateful when his name was called. Mm -hmm. We then see a conversation between Sammy and Tom, and Tom says that he's starting to like her a lot, and he can see something with her on the outside, and she agrees. I buy their connection. Yeah? Yeah. I'm I'm, – I don't
2: not buy it. I think that, uh, I don't know. Jury's still out. I'm like, I, I think that Tom's head might turn. I think Sammy's head might turn And Casa. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Tom is just like, I need to like lock it up and I need to get my shit together if I'm going to make it to the end. Not saying that he's not interested in Sammy. I just don't know if he like likes her enough that they would actually like leave the villa together and like actually make it work on the outside
0: yeah I guess maybe I feel that way just because I do buy their connection more than I bought his connection with Zara or Olivia and I actually did buy his connection with Zara yeah but I don't know yeah castle will be very interesting I I don't I have my predictions written down I don't even remember what I put for them I think I was very back and forth on if they were same (laughs) so back and forth yeah (laughs)
2: Oh, okay, so then we see the conversation between Casey and Lana. They talk about whether or not their moms would like the other, and they say that they're very similar people. He says that he really feels a spark with her, and he says that he won't need to fuck up to realize what he's got with her. And she says, the shade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the shade is real, and the shade is fucking warranted. Yes, agreed,
2: 100%. She didn't seem to love that, though.
0: Right. It's almost similar to like when Ellie came in and was questioning Ron and Lana's connection, and that pushed Ron and Lana closer to each other. and it kind of right. was the final nail in the coffin with Ron and Ellie because he was like, "I don't mm-hmm. like that She's throwing us under the bus. They feel protective of their relationship and don't yes. like it when other people comment on it, even though yes. it's been really unhealthy. A little codependent, maybe.
2: Yeah, a codependent thing.
0: Perhaps. It is not a healthy thing. Yeah, it's definitely I'll not healthy. That. So they get a text that tonight there will be a recoupling where the girls will choose. So obviously the number one thing that we're going to find out here is if Lana chooses Ron or Casey mm-hmm. and she ITMs that she's feeling pressure. There's a conversation with them getting ready. Did you hear this? Yeah. So... Yeah. Basically, Casey's like, what do I wear with this shirt? Should I wear white jeans? And Ron is like, did you just ask if you should wear white jeans? That's so ridiculous. Right. Oh, well, actually, you're going up against me. So, yeah, wear white jeans.
2: It was so fucking weird. Like, what kind of, like it was just ron is just like fuck you casey like that's like the energy he's giving off constantly
0: well absolutely and he was trying to we talked about this a lot last week he was trying to beta casey to lana and now he's trying to beta casey to casey exactly (laughs) he's trying to beta casey to himself i know literally yeah it's extremely frustrating i still can't handle him i can't either (laughs) So it's nighttime now, and Ron and Kai chat, and Ron is saying that he either wants it to be over with Lana or he wants to continue on. What a profound statement. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
0: Ron says that if Lana picks Casey, that he's done. Spoiler alert, he's not. (laughs) He also says that if Lana picks him but wants to get to know Casey more, that that would piss him off. literally he has done this how many times i said three
2: fucking times yourself he did zara ellie sammy sorry ellie sammy yeah did he do and tanyelle
0: okay four times
2: four times fucking idiot
0: but she's not allowed to he has to test himself to know that she's the best woman for him but she should just know that he's Mm -hmm. the best man exactly disgusting
2: Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) We then see a conversation between Tom and Lana, and he wants to give her his opinion. Tom says that he doesn't think that Ron is being honest with himself, kind of echoing what he said to Ron this morning, and that everyone's always seeing him flirt with Sammy still. And Tom says that he really likes Casey.
0: I didn't think about this as it was happening, but now I'm wondering if maybe Tom is feeling threatened because he's into Sammy and doesn't want... Mm -hmm ron to have an opportunity with sammy Ooh, that's
2: an interesting theory
0: i like that i feel like that that might be in there a little bit but i do believe that most of it is the protection for lana thing i i I do think that could be a part of it as well though and maybe those things together yeah i mean obviously made him feel passionately about it true we now see a chat with Tanyelle and olivia and Tanyelle says that she thinks olivia feels some sort of way towards her She asks Olivia about the comment that she had made to the other girls. And Olivia says that she doesn't think Toniel was bothered that Spencer left. Toniel said that she felt like Olivia was picking at her and says, I make jokes that I shouldn't or that are, like, at the wrong time. And Olivia's like, yeah, I'm just still trying to get to know you. And they hug it out and things seem fine between them. But this pissed me off because I was like... It actually would be super valid for Tanyelle to be upset that Mm. Olivia didn't even consider, first of all, that keeping Kai in the villa might not be the best thing for Tanyelle. And B, that keeping Spencer in the villa might be an option, right? I'm sure that Mm -hmm. Olivia went into that chat about the boys and who they were going to dump just being like, well, who I want is going to stay. And that was, like I said, something that Tanyelle brought up earlier in the day. But I don't see it being brought up here now, and it's like mm-hmm. now you're upset that she's moving on too quickly from censor, but you thought that their connection wasn't as strong as yours, which is why you forced him to go home in the first place. Like, what mm-hmm. do you want?
2: Olivia is a hypocrite, first and foremost, and I don't know why the fuck nobody else is calling her out on it.
0: Yeah, I really, it's really crazy. don't understand. I think there are things that we're not seeing about her and she mm-hmm. might be getting a bit of a villain at it because it doesn't seem like the things we're not seeing about her are negative. It seems like the rest of the Islanders like her, except for Tanya. Right. Point. And Zara, right. obviously, Zara previously. Well, I
2: think, yeah, I mean, I think the Islanders are supportive of Olivia, but I don't think it, the public is.
0: Yeah, no, that's why, I mean, maybe the edit yeah. that she's getting on the show mm, is yeah. showing a certain thing. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, they're not making it up, but maybe – the rest of what's going on or she's making up for it in some way that the Islanders are seeing and we're not.
2: I think it's because we get to see all these conversations where she looks hypocritical, but it's probably like she can say one thing to Tanyelle, but then say something else completely different to like fucking Shaq or something like that. And like, they might not be comparing notes basically.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, maybe this is just Tanyelle being kind of non-confrontational, but I'm also like, Mm -hmm. well, why did she not, hold on she just immediately drops after bringing it up like one time that it was kind of upsetting that Spencer went home and that she felt like it was her turn and Olivia took priority again and it's like well why are things like that not being brought back up
2: yeah I feel like Olivia is probably really good at steamrolling other people so then we enter our recoupling Jesse picks first and she obviously picks Will then we see Tanya who picks Shaq and then we see Ellie who picks Jordan
0: We then see Sammy, who picks Tom. Olivia picks Kai. Lana goes next, and this is the crescendo moment of our episode. She -hmm. says that the boy that she wants to couple up with is kind, funny, and makes her smile. She says that it has been a fight between her head and her heart, but she's going with her gut. Mm -hmm. So she picks Casey. (laughs) If you were Casey, wouldn't you feel bad about that? You'd be like, oh, like you think you should be with me, but your heart is with Ron, is how I would yeah. interpret that.
2: I interpreted it the same way.
0: Yeah. yeah. The Islanders looked shocked, or at least the girls looked shocked. I felt mm. like the boys, maybe specifically Shaq and Tom, were not. Ah. And well, Yeah.
2: They were probably really happy she didn't pick
0: Ron. This dynamic is so confusing to me.
2: I think it's because I think what we're not seeing is a lot of lads chat, if you will, of Ron. Ron is probably has at least said in the past a bunch of maybe slightly derogatory things about Lana or women in general. Or has just taken on this role of like, I'm a player, I'm a play. And I think that the boys are seeing that a lot more than the girls are. And so the boys have a better idea of like who Ron really is. This is all speculation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because they're, like, in boys' chats together.
2: It's like, boys will be boys.
0: I guess I just – I would want the girls to be, regardless of if we've heard him say shit or not, like, we have seen the impact this has had on our girl, Lana, and, like, fuck Mm -hmm. him. (laughs) And they're kind of not doing – like, we'll get into it in this conversation specifically with Tanya and Ron that's about to happen, but I think it's super strange and – the boys do seem much more protective of Lana and anti-Ron than the girls do at this point, which I just yeah. have been, I was surprised about this whole week. I was
2: too. We're getting into episode 22 now, and we leave off with the recoupling, and Tanyelle is the last to pick, and she picks Ron. She says that he's her best friend, and she trusts him. He has a pure heart and feels <sighs> like he's a bit of home with her, which was an interesting comment. <laughs> After, after the recoupling, Tanyelle pulls Ron, or I, I guess maybe Ron pulled her, but they go off together, and she tells Ron that she really didn't expect that to happen, that he's such a good guy, and he's going to find the right person no matter what, and Ron says that he's just going to let them be happy together.
0: Spoiler alert, also not true. Right. <sighs> yeah. I thought this conversation was really, really upsetting. <laughs> it felt yeah. like Tanyelle really excusing Ron's behavior and not acknowledging all of the valid reasons that Lana had to want to give something else another shot. I mean, and as mm-hmm. we'll see pretty immediately, she does switch and want to be back with Ron, but even from the beginning she's saying that she just is interested in continuing to get to know Casey and giving him a chance and mm-hmm. still spending time with Ron. And it's like, you're not okay with that? Like that doesn't work for you after what Ron has done? Like you feel right. super bad for Ron now, Tanya? I thought that was gross.
2: Yeah, I think that she's just clouded by this
0: so-called friendship.
2: <laughs> she's like, oh, he's my mate. I think she's just treating him like one of the girls in a sense, like, oh, he's my mate. But she's obviously mates with Lana as well.
0: Yeah. We now see a girl chat with Lana, Olivia, and Ellie, and Olivia is telling Lana that she's shocked but super proud of her. This is the kind of energy that I wanted. I was glad that this conversation followed up that Tanya and Ron chat because I was like, this is what I wanted after this recoupling, not that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ellie says that she made the right decision. Lana says Casey has done nothing wrong and wants to give him a shot, but she's not closing any doors. So like I said, this is where we start to understand that this is not her breaking up with Ron. This is simply her giving Casey a chance and probably trying to send Ron a message. Right. The guys and girls now split up and talk, and Jordan asks Ron how he's feeling. Ron says it's calm. Again, Mm. not fucking true. He's just like, Everything he says is disingenuous. like, yeah. not true, not true, not true. Everything he said so far in this recap, I'm like, okay, but you immediately go on to disprove that. Right. Jordan says, I know it's calm, but how are you really feeling? I appreciated this.
2: I loved that. I was like, thank you, Jordan. You're really tuning in here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Ron, of course, refuses to give any more. He's just like, I feel <laughs> yeah. calm. I'm going to deal with it in my own way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Which apparently means not talking to you about it jordan
2: and he's not calm
0: no he's not calm and that is ex- exemplified in the moment that i'm about to get into that i will continue to take deep breaths for so lana comes <laughs> over she's like we need to chat tries to pull Ron. he's like no mm-hmm. not yet she goes to the girls and is very upset and starts crying. And then Ron pulls fucking Casey. He's like, no, Lana, I'm not going to talk to you. I need to talk to the man first. I need to talk to the man who I've handed you off to your, your new owner.
2: I know that was so fucking annoying. It was such a power move to be like, no, Lana, I can't talk right now. Like a, you just said you're calm. B now you're acting like, uh, like a fucking damsel in distress. And then C, you're like, no, instead of talking to Lana, the person who made this decision, I'm going to talk to the guy she picked.
0: He just wants to make her feel horrible.
2: He does. He does. Because he feels bad. So he wants her to feel that, too. Yeah. Hey, so, yeah, Ron pulls Casey. And Ron says that uh, to Casey that he's got a good one and don't do what I did. And Casey's like, yeah, I, I won't. <laughs> And Ron said that as long as she's happy, then he's happy for both of them. And Casey, I don't know why, compliments Ron on how he's handling it.
0: Well, because in that conversation, Ron, again, absolute bullshit, but mm-hmm. is kind of saying the right things. True. I mean, it True. ends up being false, all of it. But I mean, I, right. I kind of understand. Maybe Casey didn't see what happened with Lana trying to pull him and then him pulling Casey. So I'm sure that he appreciated.
2: That's being true. checked
0: in with but i think casey pretty quickly sees through ron mm-hmm.
2: yes definitely yeah then we see a chat between lana and casey casey says he's buzzing and she says that she's really happy casey says that ron seems gutted and lana oh this part killed me lana responds to casey being like well it's still early days so we'll see what happens and it was that moment that i knew she was never gonna stick with casey
0: For me, it was the chat she had with Olivia and Ellie right after the recoupling, where she was like, I'm not closing any doors. Yeah. Immediately, I was like, oh, okay, you're just trying to send Ron a message. Their relationship is so fucking toxic.
2: It is. It's not good. So bad. (laughs) It's kind of giving Gemma Luca,
0: maybe, slightly.
2: I mean, it's giving abuse. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it's true. It's true.
0: I know that I said in episode one that I was getting out of social work, but to be a little bit more specific and more clear, Mm -hmm. I worked in domestic violence for like five and a half years, so I understand power and control dynamics, and maybe I see everything through a specific lens, but I also think that abuse is a lot more prevalent and a lot more insidious than people think it is, and it's these little things like trying to make her feel bad, but then assuming that he can do what he wants, kind of going to the other man, but disregarding and disrespecting her feelings. Like these yeah. are red flags of abusive behavior. And yeah. I'm sorry if you think that's dramatic, but they fucking are.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh our, our listeners are gifted because they've got two mental health experts here yeah, discussing right. human behavior. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So send this podcast to all your
2: friends. (laughs) Let this be their message. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, we now see a conversation between Tanya and Shaq, and Tanya is saying that she did not think that Lana would have the balls to pick Casey. They agree that Ron really felt that, and Shaq says Ron deserved it. He had his Mm -hmm. chance, and he blew it. They cuddle a little bit and chat and agree that they're exclusive. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought that maybe was implied when they said, I love you, but maybe not. We see Ron and Tanyelle in bed, and Ron says, Lana made a stupid decision. It makes no sense. I know. Tanyelle says that she was just as shocked as him. Ugh. Ugh. It's morning again in the villa
2: and Lana is quiet and Ron seems really pissed off when they wake up. There's the BCGC, the girls chat, boys chat. Casey says that he's really happy and excited. Lana tells the girls that she has fixed emotions because she knows that Ron is not happy. And to me, this was like, she's regarding the decision because she doesn't like seeing Ron upset and it's not fair of him to be acting pouty in front of her like this. That's my opinion. Because it feels very manipulative. It's like, I want her to know how pissed off and sad and mopey I am so that she feels guilty for making the decision she made, even though she has no real reason to feel guilty.
0: Yeah, I want her to feel bad and to regret her decision, even though, again, as we've said a million times, he's made very similar decisions multiple times over.
2: During the boys chat, we see Ron tell the boys that it feels weird, but today's a fresh start. He's lost the battle, but not the
0: war. He was saying that he was going to let Casey have it. I just, I can't. I know. It makes no sense Mm -hmm. what he's doing.
2: He's playing five different games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's playing... Like, five different games poorly and <laughs> by just lying to everyone yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, it's Yeah, exactly. That's true. We now see Ron Polana, and she says, I don't like upsetting you. She's now feeling guilty mm-hmm. because he was pouting. Right. She's like, picking Casey wasn't a super deep thing. It's not my decision between you, and maybe I should have deeped it more. She also says that she's wondering if she can let go of what happened between them. Ron is like, Casey being here four days superseded what we had. And Lana was like, no, it was more, did you deserve to be coupled up with me? And could I forgive you for what has happened? Mm -hmm. It is interesting because he's able to, earlier in his conversation with Casey, acknowledge that he messed up with Lana. Yeah. But he doesn't acknowledge that with Lana. Yeah.
2: He acknowledges it sometimes, but like not to the extent. Certainly not to the extent that he does it with the guys because the guys are holding his feet to the
0: fire. Yeah. But with Lana, it's just manipulative. It's just him rewriting the narrative of this is, you know, this is our connection. I'm the better man. What's wrong with you? Not like I understand why you would have made a decision because I've hurt you and I'm sorry. Can you imagine him saying those words? I can't.
2: No, not at all. (laughs) Ron says that things wouldn't have gone back to the way that they were immediately. Um, And that he doesn't feel like he would have deserved that straight away anyway, and he wouldn't have expected it.
0: He said that he felt like the recoupling was a chance to get their relationship back and that now it's a chance for Casey to get stronger with her and Ron to fade away. Again, Mm -hmm. extremely manipulative.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ron is telling Lana that he thinks she made a mistake and he thinks he's better. Mm hmm. Lana says maybe she should have deeped the coupling more and Ron says that he's surprised that she didn't and that he still wants to be with her. So going yeah. back on literally every other conversation that he has had post-recoupling about yeah. his plan to let Lana do her own thing and even pre when he was like, if, he choos- if she chooses Casey, I'm out. Like, no. Mm-hmm. He obviously right. co- wants to continue to play this game with her and string her along and make her feel like shit probably again. I'm sure at CASA.
2: Yeah, yeah, and during this whole conversation, she's, like, smiling, and she's, like, happy, and it's very clear that this is, like, everything she wanted to hear in the first place. Yeah. Which then we immediately cut to a conversation between Lana, Tanya, and Sammy, where she tells the girls that she wants Ron back. She said that last night being in bed with Casey didn't feel right, to which I say, Jesus fucking Christ.
0: (laughs) You wanted to give it a chance, Mm -hmm. and you didn't. Right. But I think it's because she is feeling like she's gonna lose, wrong mm-hmm. because he is being such a child about it that she's like mm-hmm. I actually can't give this a chance. I would have appreciated her giving it a little bit more time before she went running back to Ron. I just maybe he didn't need that. His ego didn't need that. Facts. I agree. Uh, we then see Jordan and Ellie have breakfast. Ellie
2: says that there's a spark brewing. Jordan says that we get along well. And then she follows that back up with, like, we'll just need to, like, let it breathe. Again, there's nothing
0: here. Nothing of substance between them. Nothing of substance now. Everyone gets a text.
2: The boys have to battle it out in their arena of love. They're having a Ladiators challenge.
0: The girls are happy because I do feel like this season it's been primarily them doing Mm -hmm. little sexy challenges. So it's fun for the boys to be able to do it for a chance. Do you think that they reuse these little shorts every season? Ooh. Maybe. A little gold a chance. short shorts. They may, yeah. So the guys have to lift up a rock and then pick a girl and bring her to a chariot. And then she's driven across the course. And as all challenges do, it ends with a kiss. As they're going in this chariot, they kind of go by these pillars full of, like, is it, like, dyed blue water or some I, sort I of thing? I think liquid. so. It's,
2: like, these, like, cups on these pillars. It's weird.
0: And as Sammy is being pulled by Tom, she kind of pushes one playfully to the side. And Olivia gets hit with water, and she's ITMing. She's soaked She's like, I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but I feel like Sammy has a bit of an issue with me. She is, like, such a fucking, like, me, me,
2: me, me, me. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Like, it's constant.
0: This thing that happened must be about me. Right. And also, like, it's water. And there are challenges where you're, like, literally sliding through water sliding through, like, foam or, or just doing shit that, is much more messy than having a little bit of water knocked on to you. Exactly. So weird to get upset about that. Not for Olivia. This is her MO. This is true. Yes.
2: We also see Ron. He gives Tanya just a little kiss on the cheek, but then picks Lana to kiss and go through the course with.
0: Oh, yeah. He says, you're my princess, but I'm looking for my queen, or I need to find my Uh, queen or something.
2: Yeah, something dumb. And right before he kisses Lana, he goes up to Casey and, like, stabs him with the sword. Again, this, like, fucking alpha beta bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Leave Casey alone.
0: (laughs) And Casey handles this well when they have a conversation about it later. But if I was Casey, I'd be like, what the actual fuck is happening? Like, the last conversation that we had, you were like, I messed up. Good luck. Treat her well. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a step back. And now this.
2: Right. It's insane.
0: Shaq ends up winning the challenge.
2: <laughs> After the challenge we see Tanyelle say that she's gassed that Ron went to get Lana, and Lana says that she held back with Casey in the challenge.
0: Which was obvious in their kiss. It mm-hmm. looked like she wasn't into it at all.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. It was But a part was of me is like, did she back.
0: just feel like she couldn't kiss him in front of Ron?
2: Right, right, yep. Mm-hmm, valid, valid. Oh, God, I wish Casey'd come in for Casa for this this thing alone, but mm. neither here nor there. The girls ask Sammy how she's feeling, and Sammy says that she's feeling like Olivia is annoyed at her, uh, and Tanyelle says that Olivia takes things wrong all the time, and she's right about that.
0: I almost feel like this thing going on with Sammy and Olivia now is kind of a continuation of the Olivia-Tanyelle thing because mm-hmm. – Tanyelle and Sammy have gotten so close.
2: Yes, and Olivia basically says that. Oh, does she? She she says something to that effect, like later um, later on. I think after it's after Tanyelle leaves. I think, and she says spoiler. something to the effect to yeah, spoiler. I mean, it's at the end of this episode, but or not this episode that we're talking about uh, the end of this podcast episode. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, she says something to the effect to Sammy like. I was – when they have this chat, when they when they squash their beef, actually, that's when it happens. She was like, oh, me and Tanya used to be so close, but, like, now, like, you're besties with her, and, like, I'm feeling weird about it.
0: Uh, right. Right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. That makes sense.
2: Um, but anyway, then we also see Olivia say that when Sammy went with Tom, she pushed the whole thing on
0: me, meaning the pillar – Casey is saying, I feel like I'm living rent-free in Ron's head, which (laughs) he is. He is. (laughs) Casey feels like Ron should have been more honest with him about wanting to continue cracking on with Lana. Like I said, agreed. I'd be Mm -hmm. so confused and upset if I was Casey. Casey talks to Ron and he calls him sly and he's like, you haven't told me that you were going to do this, which – I think, implied in this and either was cut out of the conversation or is just implied because Mm -hmm. of what they talked about before is you told me you weren't going to, and now if you're going to, you should tell me that you've changed your mind.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: Ron is like, it's just a challenge, and it's fun, and I obviously still fancy Lana the most. And this is a fucking lie again. Like, no, it's not just for the challenge. And everyone did the challenge. Nobody else did the, like... Added and and as Ron did it also I don't think that we pointed this out but as he did the stabbing Casey thing he itms that he was like why not start some beef
2: yes that's right that's right he's like fuck it balls to the wall
0: <laughs> yeah Ron says that his feelings aren't going to disappear for Lana and that he's going to let her do her thing and in a few days he'll still be there mm. again false you're not gonna let her do her thing. Right. I can't even like read this because I'm just like you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, he's a liar for sure. He just wants what he wants. Casey's like I'm not controlling and if she's still unsure that's fine, but I thought you were done. Ron says that he's done chasing and fighting.
2: Right, but he's clearly not.
0: No. He's like right. literally play fighting with him.
2: Yeah. Literally, yeah. So, we move into episode 23. It is nighttime. Casey and Lana have a chat and she says that I need to be honest. I'm really glad that I recoupled with you because I wanted to see where things were at, but she does feel like her heart is still with Ron and Casey says that's fair. And she says that she thinks that he's great, but she just can't help how she's feeling. He says that he doesn't want to force it and asks if she's still unsure or if she's, you know, certain. And she says, I'm sure he says, I'm not mad. It's cool. I felt like he was pretty nice about this, level-headed. But then she makes this comment like, I'm a great wing woman. And he's like, oh, wow, you know you're fully friend-zoned when you say you'll be a wing woman. And then he, like, gets up and kind of, like, storms off, which, not great. Yeah.
0: No, and I obviously, Lana didn't do a good job of communicating in that entire Mm -hmm. conversation because she wasn't even clear. Like, he had to press her and be like, so what are you actually saying? I hear that you still have feelings for him. Like, I'm okay with that. Are you saying that this is over? And it took that for her to be like, yeah, I am. Right, right. Again, I just would be really, really annoyed if I were Casey and I commend him for how he handles this whole thing. Totally agree. We see Casey walk over to the boys and he tells them that he's been fully friend-zoned. Lana then tells Tanyelle and Sammy that she said the wrong thing about the Mm wing-womaning, wing-womaning is that oh that's kind of wing womaning (laughs) womaning that should be the title of the episode wing womaning i'll i'll make it that yeah (laughs) casey tells the boys what happened and they asked if he is okay and he's like honestly not really i appreciate this because if it was Ron, Ron would be like yeah i'm calm Mm -hmm. will goes up to him and hugs him and casey says that he has been a footstool for her and feels like he's a mug Mm -hmm. he says that it pisses him off how smug ron will be and casey Mm -hmm. it pisses me off too i just need you to know i am in that with you it pisses (laughs) us all off none of us wanted this
2: yeah i was like this is very relatable casey i'm also upset with how smug ron is yes yeah
0: Will says that he thinks that Lana made a mistake. Yeah. I feel like there's a really good energy between Will and Casey, but also just in general, Mm -hmm. Casey feels very, very in with the boys super early on.
2: Yes. Well, and we'll, we'll get to that, certainly. But yeah. I agree. It's, yeah, but it's I mean, even at
0: this point, they are all like Team Casey, which is super, super rare to go yeah. against an OG, especially the boys in the villa going against an OG boy for a new bombshell boy. Like that is yeah, kind of unheard of.
2: That is true. That is true. Yeah. Usually they, it takes more like um, paying your dues to get in there. Yeah. We then see Jordan pull for a chat. He says that I feel like we look at each other a lot or at least I look at you a lot. And Tanyelle says, I don't think we've gotten much of a chance to really talk. And he says that he wouldn't usually go for Ellie on the outside. And he would like to get to know other people. And she ITMs that she doesn't know if she fancies him or if he's cheeky enough for her. We then see a conversation between Sammy and Tom. And he says that he really wants to kiss her outside of the challenges. She says, you can. And he goes in for a kiss. This was cute.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I kind of buy it.
2: Yeah. That's fair. I get that they're they're very like um calm I, also i love sammy can i, I just say she's awesome <laughs> she's so fucking level-headed and like for has a not at year
0: old especially
2: right like when she talks to some of the other islanders about the drama between like tanya and Shaq, for example that we'll get to toward the end of this but when she talks to tanya it's like everything she's saying i'm like yes you have not forgotten that this this is like real people in a real world and everyone else is living in this like bubble of the villa. She's not been like fully brainwashed yet, which is awesome to see. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I really enjoy her as well. And I do think that her and Tom just have kind of a good level-headed, calm mm-hmm. connection vibe energy between
2: yeah. them.
0: Ron and Lana now talk. And she tells him that she made a rash decision coupling up with Casey and that she just deaded it with him. Ron is, of course, as smug <laughs> as expected. And Ron is like, I really want to give this a go. Yeah. <sighs> I just would have liked, even if Lana had made that decision at that point, I would have liked her to give it another day or two and yeah. just make him sweat. And, like, give herself some space to not jump back into something without actually exploring something else like she wanted to.
2: She was so eager to get back with Ron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Casey, Kai, and Tom are sitting facing away from Ron and Lana and they're chatting about the situation and Casey saying that he feels like a mug. He looks around and sees Ron and Lana cuddling and kissing and he's like, what the fuck? Are they taking the piss? Mm
2: -hmm. Shaq
0: is like, they definitely could have been more respectful and Casey says he feels like a dickhead. Shaq says that there's nothing wrong with being a good guy and Casey's like, nice guys always finish last yeah. Usually, I hate it when men say this. Yeah. Same. <laughs> oh, it's kind of it's always in this, in this circumstance. Yeah. It's it's accurate
2: in this circumstance. This is a rare circumstance where it's accurate.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even see you said okay. I oh, hate yeah. that line, but here it is correct. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how I feel about it as well. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Then the Islanders get a text. The hideaway is open, and everybody picks Will and Jesse. Jesse does dress up for the hideaway. Different. From and when Chuck Sean- and
0: Tanya went in.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then once they go in, she does end up changing. Um, she tries on a few different outfits. She does like a little modeling thing for him. He's doing crazy shit with the whips and all this other stuff.
0: <laughs> As to be expected from Will.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then Will says, I really like you, and it sounds so fucking earnest and cute. And I felt really happy for him. <laughs> and they both say that they're falling in love, or they're starting to fall in love with each other, and then we get some shots later on uh, beyond this, later when they cut back to the hideaway, we get some shots of them with implied sex. Implied boning.
0: Implied boning. After the scene of Will and Mm Jesse in the hideaway, we see Olivia pull Sammy, and she brings up how Sammy told Tanyelle about the comment that Olivia made about... Tanyelle saying that she wanted new boys right after Spencer was dumped. Do you ever think about how little sense this would make to someone who hasn't seen the show? It's like so many names. <laughs>
2: it's, it's like that scene in Harry Potter where. Uh, Pavardi
0: told Hermione yes. to. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hagrid, Hagrid told Pavardi to tell Seamus that
0: ha- Hagrid was looking for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Literally it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Aaron, if you're listening, this is how you actually talk about (laughs) Harry Potter. You don't know shit about Harry Potter, dude. nagini
2: I actually meant to double check that. (laughs) I started second guessing myself last week.
0: Wait, okay, do it now. Do it now before we forget.
2: It wasn't Nagini. It was never Nagini. This is on J.K. Rowling's Twitter. Uh, okay, thank God. Yeah, thank fucking God I wasn't wrong. Oh, my God. Do you know how embarrassed I would be if I was wrong and Aaron was right? No, that would have been <laughs> humiliating. We would humiliating. have to
0: end the podcast. It'd be over. <laughs> I would
2: have to call it. It's done. I, I can't come back. There's no returning. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. Thank God. I'm right yet again. Thank God. (laughs) Oh, it
0: feels so good to always be right. Is this how Ron feels all the time? Maybe.
2: This is the Virgo (laughs) in my chart. The Virgo in my chart says that I'm always right. We
0: both have Virgo risings, right? Yes. Yeah, that is a relatable feeling to me. I think we both
2: are a Virgo Venus, too.
0: Olivia talks about the spilling water incident during the challenge, and Sammy is like, I really don't have an issue with you. And Olivia is like the chatting between the girls, a schoolgirl, and they hug it out. And Olivia's kind of like, you should have basically not told Tanya what I said. I should have told Tanya yeah. what I said. But I'm like, were right. you going to tell Tanya what you said?
2: Definitely not. She was never planning to tell Tanya that. It was dumb. And I wrote, I made a note of this, obviously, but like, Olivia's saying that the girls talking about other girls is like childish. Basically, she's do she does it all the time. She's constantly talking shit about the Islanders. Yeah, she's constantly talking shit. One hundred percent. But she's twenty
0: seven, so she's mature. She does it in a mature way. Like I, I genuinely think that that's how she thinks. I know. I
2: don't personally have an issue with talking shit, obviously, podcast, but
0: <laughs> own
2: it. You know what I mean? Own that you're a shit talker and go from there.
0: And also just expect that it's going to be happening when you're on a show like this and you can't take it personally every single time that anything happens to you or anyone talks about you. If you're not being talked about, you're probably not a part of the story and you're probably going to go home.
2: So true. I'm
0: pretty disappointed with Olivia as an Islander. I know. Me too. So we now see Casey grab Lana, and he says that he was feeling shocked when they had their original conversation, but that he did not like her wing woman comment, and Lana says that she's sorry. Casey then mentions how Lana was, like, cuddling and kissing Ron, and he felt like that was super muggy, and she's like, I didn't realize that you could see me, and he's like, well, I could. And again, she apologizes.
2: Yeah. I'm glad he, like, got it off his chest, but... I don't, it still sucked.
0: This conversation sucked.
2: Yeah. Ian Sterling back and forth throughout a lot of this keeps making this pan noodle pot noodle joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did that ever actually turn into anything?
2: It was just a dumb fucking joke. Like well, if you put a pa- a pot noodle in a pan, does it make it a pan noodle?
0: <laughs> I know, but I thought that like at some point one of the islanders would say that or something.
2: Oh, yeah. No, they were just cooking. and I don't know. It was a silly joke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, then Ron tries to pull Casey,
2: and Casey's like, "No, it is what it is. It's done. I don't really want to talk." Then it cuts to later. The Islanders are getting ready for bed, and Lana says to the girls that she's planning on sleeping on the day beds, and Tanyael suggests that she tell Casey herself, and she's like, "I don't want to," um, which is ugh. But then once they're in the bedroom, Casey offers to sleep on the day bed. And once Casey leaves the room, Ron immediately hops in bed and gives Lana a big hug. And I fucking hate Ron. <laughs> and, and I was also like, the second he gets back in bed with Tanyelle, he's just going to be flirting with Tanyelle. Yeah. Like this fucking guy.
0: Like, can you imagine if Lana had an ongoing friendship, quote unquote mm-hmm. friendship with oh a God. male Islander like mm-hmm. Ron and Tanyelle's friendship and how yep. not OK with that Ron would be?
2: Dude, I know. I can't believe Lana is as chill about the friendship as she is. Yeah. But
0: I mean Good honor. I think that she's just been kind of conditioned to expect to feel like shit. Yeah. In her relationship with Ron. That's true. Oh god, that's so true. Yeah. (laughs) So the next morning we see a BCGC and everyone is recounting their conversations from last night. Ron says that he wants to be respectful, and Casey's like, You talk a good game, but that's not what's happening. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct, Casey. Very true. (gasps) (laughs) Jesse and Tanya now chat, and this was so interesting. Yeah. They were, first of all, they had a conversation about sex not in code, which is one of the Mm -hmm. first times I can really remember something happening so blatantly. But mm-hmm. what's funny about it is that it starts with Jesse asking Tanya if her and Shaq slept together in the hideaway. And Tanya was like, yes, but no one knows. It's like, didn't you immediately tell Tanyelle? And also, right. I think everyone knows.
2: We all knew. I, Me, the viewer. I was like, oh, they fucked. Got it. Like, well, yeah, very but obvious. <laughs> the
0: next morning, she got in bed with Tanyelle. And Tanya was like, what did you do? And Tanya was like, everything. Everything. Yeah. Well,
2: I, yeah, I guess – Maybe she only told Tanyelle that they did everything. Yeah, and but then, didn't
0: Shaq tell the boys that he was a five star general or whatever? Yeah, yep, yeah, he did. I don't know. Tanya's like, knows. everyone just <laughs> thinks we did bits. It's like, no, everyone knows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but we had sex, and Jesse says, same with Will and I. I know. <gasps> yeah. What did
2: you think? Did you think they were going to fuck?
0: I did. I wouldn't have been surprised if they didn't, but I did think they were going to. And I definitely have heard some conversations. I mean, we've talked a lot about just what people think about this relationship in general and if it's real or not. And I had heard some people be like, I'd like to see what happens if they get in the hideaway because that'll Mm. prove if it's real or not. And so I'm more convinced than ever. And I think that they're definitely very respectful of each other. And I don't think that they would have said like if it was bad, but Jesse seems pretty stoked. They had like a funny conversation about like, you don't want to reach down there and be like, ooh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, right. Did, did Tanya say, like, you got to test the goods before you buy them? Something like that? Probably. I think she did. Yeah. Then we see a conversation where Ron tells Lana that uh, Casey said that he's full of shit. Ron is complaining that now he's going to be on edge. Mm, probably be Ron. Right. I'm like, okay. As if you haven't been on edge this entire time. And anyway,
0: As if you aren't full of shit.
2: Right. He's definitely full shit. <laughs> but then Ron and Casey have a chat and Casey says he's just done with the whole situation. Ron and Casey end up squashing whatever beef they've got.
0: We get a text now that it is time for the Pulse Racing Challenge. I have to say this is always my favorite part of the season. Like, it's so fun.
2: It is very fun. It's also, yeah. like, always a little hot.
0: So the boys go first, and Shaq is up first, and he is dressed like a TSA agent. Now, I liked this, but I feel I like a it. lot of them dressed up as their actual professions. Yeah. Casey is next, and he dresses up like a lumberjack. It was a little bit of a fool costume, I thought. Yeah. He kisses Lana in performance. I thought that was crazy. His performance. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Tom is like a dark angel but like <laughs> leather daddy. <laughs>
2: yes. Yes. Leather daddy dark angel. The whole time he's just doing he's just staring at everybody. He's his doing his, his move, his signature are move.
0: out of fucking control. I've never seen anything like it.
2: I know. I know. It was wild.
0: It was so wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Will goes next. And he's a pirate. <laughs> and he's moving his hips. And I think that this was the one where earlier when they got the text that they had a challenge who was like, he got up and started like kind of gyrating. And he was like, mm-hmm. I feel bad for you boys because I really back myself.
2: <laughs> yes. It was so funny. And they're playing sea shanties for him. Oh, my God. I loved every second of it, honestly.
0: I did, too. so funny. I... I also just love that Jesse is legitimately like so into him. She's like, he's the hottest one. like I'm so lucky. And it's like yes. just so rare to see something like that with an Islander like this. and I just have really enjoyed this relationship yep. and the storyline for a while. so
2: I know, I agree. i yes, it was perfect. Jordan then comes out next, and he's dressed as an American football player, which is a new costume, I think. I don't think we've seen that before. We may have
0: in, um, like, Love Island, U.S.
2: Right, for sure, Love Island, U.S., but not in U.K. And I was like, I wonder if the NFL's pushing all these London games if that's increased um, Britain's uh, interest in American football at all. <laughs>
0: hmm. I know that. I, mean, I really don't follow football, but I know that I think, like, the Broncos played a game in London. What's going on with that?
2: They are happening every year. Oh, it's hmm. five games. No, oh, three. Three games? It's more than one game. So I was wrong. More than one game is played in London. I think
0: that's kind of funny that they're like, Americans can come over here and do this, but, like, we're not going to give our people to, to- right. <laughs> I know.
2: Happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl. (laughs) Kai comes out next. He's dressed as a soldier. I don't really think he does anything impressive. Ron is last to come out, and he's dressed as a construction worker. And I noticed that all of the songs they were playing were a lot older, which made me wonder if they had, like, um, free royalties for it or didn't Mm. have to. Sorry, it didn't have to pay royalties for the songs. But then we also see in ITM where Tanya says that Ron was her favorite.
0: I know. I was under the impression that even for this challenge, they weren't listening to actual music.
2: I thought that initially, because, you know, you and I talked about that a couple weeks ago, but I think they were, like, singing along to some of the songs. Oh, were they? I think so. It seemed like things were a little bit too on beat, and, like, I do, I feel like I do remember some of them, like, singing along to one of them.
0: Okay, they must have. Yeah, I was like,
2: maybe if the song, like, sometimes with the songs are older enough, the TV... Fucking producers don't have to pay rights for it. Hmm. It's like free to use. I don't know what the timeline is on that, but some of these songs were from like the early 2000s, I believe. So they are now 23 years old. So Yeah,
0: no, I think that that would make sense, especially since it was so consistent with all the songs during the challenge. Like there has to be some reason for that. So I hope so. I hope so. It sounds much more fun if they get to actually listen to music. I agree. I
2: just can't imagine doing this challenge without music.
0: Same. But, I mean, can you imagine the dance montages that they film without music?
2: Ugh. That is, feels easier to mine than like gyrating my hips and shit. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Speaking of gyrating, we yes. are moving on to the girls, and Olivia comes out first, and she is a ring girl, as she is. She's wearing a full (laughs) leather outfit, and she, like, holds up the sign that – what does it say? Like, 10 out of 10 or something?
2: Said 10 out of 10. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ellie comes out and is kind of unmemorable, and Lana is next, and she's a present. So she pops out (laughs) of this box and kind of breaks it open. I was wondering if the boys knew, because usually they see the – person walking up to them and i was Mm -hmm. wondering if they knew that that was lana before she came out because if not i feel like that was a a benefit to her in getting their hearts racing
2: yeah i wonder if they like rolled her out on like a dolly
0: (laughs) i know that's what i was imagining but it's also possible that they just brought it out put her in it yeah and they knew. yeah yeah Next we have Tanya and she dresses up as a French maid and she comes out and she's like I'm here to clean up the mess boys and Shaq goes I'm about to make one right now.
2: So fucking gross but very funny.
0: Very gross. I thought that Tanya did the best of any of the girls. But I mm-hmm. also was like I hope Shaq's not mad. I know. She's so
2: competitive.
0: Yeah, and she killed it. She smashed it. Yeah. She yeah,
2: she really did. Yeah. Sammy is next and she's dressed up as a demon. I thought she looked really hot. <laughs> but she didn't do anything that wild. Um Tanyelle comes out. She's dressed as a bunny. She was having so much fun with it. She literally puts her tits in Ron's face. It was just really friend great. things.
0: Yeah, just friend things. Here's my boobs. Just best friend things. <laughs> I expect you to do that to me the next time you're giving me like <laughs> I would happily put my tits in your face.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Um Jessie comes out next and she's a cowgirl. She did a great job. She also looked great. Yes. Yeah. Um and I would personally hate this challenge. Um, I think would I would be love so it. Bad. <laughs> I could see I could see you being really good at this. Ari. I, I Honestly. That. <laughs> i would be trash trash yeah when we go to nashville you'll see me dance and and you'll understand why i say
0: this <laughs> <laughs> this is like not so much dancing but yeah i just think it's that's yeah i know that some people don't like to watch this sort of challenge but i think it's fun because like it forces them to all be sexual with each other which is yeah. then something that i've thought about when we've had like siblings in the villa how the Mm -hmm. hell i mean they just couldn't have siblings in the villa for this kind of challenge i feel like interesting things normally come out of it and normally or often we get a good bombshell out of it as happens here
2: yes in walks claudia and
0: tom says oh fuck oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) i've seen some speculation online that they knew each other Yeah, so Claudia is the daughter of Carl Fogarty, who is a motorcycle racer, and he won I'm a Celeb in 2014, which I don't really know anything about, but it seems to be a popular show.
2: I know nothing about it.
0: Oh, I think it's just because of his face. People were saying that based on his face, they thought that she was his ex, but that obviously didn't happen. The football stars then shouted oh fuck and panicked which left viewers convinced that he actually already knows Claudia which
2: um, I just took that as he like, he like was shocked to see a bomb walk in.
0: Yeah same or maybe even he was like oh fuck this girl is hot I don't want to get back into fuckboy territory. So that is the end of the episode and we actually see her performance to kick off episode 24 she is from Blackburn and she's 28 so this is the information that we get about her kind of after her lap dances when she's sitting down and chatting with the boys and the girls are looking over the balcony at her with the boys Olivia, of course, is like, mm. oh, thank God I'm not the oldest in the villa anymore. Like, truly mm. has made her whole personality being 27. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I do have to say, I feel seen every time she wears her 1995. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly reminded that
2: I am old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she's basically asking who is settled. And Shaq and Will say that they are, and Rana's like, I'm actually settled, too. I'm not coupled up with her, but I'm settled. And Claudia Mm -hmm. goes, for now. Great. I loved it. Loved it. She She, knows. She fucking knows. She knows. Can you see ITMs that Claudia is his type to a T? Now we see the girls come over to meet Claudia, and Lana announces the results. So Kai's heart rate was raised the most by Lana.
2: Tom's heart rate was raised the most by Olivia, which was funny.
0: Side-eye. Mm-hmm. I also never know if this is legit or not. Yeah. I
2: definitely think this could be manipulated by the producers. But some of them are just so random.
0: But I wonder so. if they throw random ones in to make it seem right. like they're not. Doing it. I right. don't know. But I, I don't know yeah. how much I fully believe this. Either way. yeah. Will's heart rate is raised the most by Jesse. Jordan's heart rate is raised the most by Ellie. Ron's heart rate is <laughs> raised the most by Claudia. This is so funny. Uh, of course it was. Mm-hmm. But the bummer about having her come in in a challenge like this is that he can play it off to Lana. It's just like, oh my gosh, I look like, so shocked to see someone yeah. who wasn't a part of the group. And we see him not saying that exactly, but just basically being like, well, that was bullshit the next day. And yeah. kind of taking some of the like seriousness off of the fact that he's again kind of turning in another direction.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Shaq's heart rate was raised the most by Tanya.
0: And Casey's heart rate was also raised the most by Claudia. That was great.
2: Then we find out who the girls' heart rates were raised the most by. Uh, Jesse's heart rate was raised the most by Casey, Mm -hmm.
0: which was interesting. Mm -hmm. Tanya's was raised the most by Tom, and it starts to get (laughs) a little bit awkward for a second, and Mm -hmm. then Tom is like, it's only a game, and Will goes, no, it's not. It means they love each other.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally broke the tension.
0: Yeah, I thought that that was such a good moment for Will, and he is consistently good at doing stuff like that. I don't mm. know if we ever talked about this, but one of my favorite Will moments was very early on in the season, after there had been a little bit of drama, and they were all in bed at night, and he was like, I want to talk about how we're feeling, because I don't like that we didn't get on today, and that there was tension in <laughs> <Yeah>. the house. <laughs> and he's just I love willing that. to, like, in such a gentle way put it all out there and kind of make them all realize how not serious it is. Yes.
2: Yes. He does it really, really well. He does. So Sammy's heart rate was raised the most by will, which was hilarious.
0: (laughs) 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 And Ellie's heart rate was raised the most by Shaq.
2: Yeah. I think that Ellie might've had a thing for Shaq and she felt like she couldn't really go for him. Olivia's heart rate was raised the most by will. (laughs) <laughs> also also funny
0: <laughs> which one of them was it sammy or olivia that was like honestly i think it was like a jump scare maybe it was sammy i, I think remember. one of them said that i think you're right tanyelle's heart rate was raised the most by her best friend ron
2: tanyelle <laughs> <laughs> i can't
0: <laughs> honey So that's where I'm like, the the producers could have done that. But also, if they wanted to do it, do it, do it, they would have also had Toniel raise Ron's heart rate the most.
2: Yeah. Lana's uh, heart rate was raised the most by Casey, which was great.
0: Yes. Loved that (laughs) moment for Ron to have to sit in it. And overall, the girls raised the heart rates the most. We now see Ellie, Casey, Jesse, and Claudia chat. Claudia is saying that she's older, and so she's looking to settle down. I don't think you can come into the villa and say anything else if you're over the age of twenty-seven.
2: Mm-hmm, I agree. Or maybe
0: like twenty-five.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to be looking to settle down.
0: Yeah, I- I'm older now. I'm I'm almost thirty now. Like this is exactly how Jordan came into the villa. Mm-hmm. Ellie and Jesse excuse themselves, and Casey is asking if she has her eye on anyone. But she's not really going to tell him. She is saying, though, that she wants someone genuine who makes her laugh and who is career driven.
2: Yeah. And I felt like the producers were throwing Casey a bone with Claudia.
0: Yeah. I think that it's interesting again. I mean, he is a good game with the producers, just like he does with the other Islanders, if that's the case, because we don't usually see that sort of treatment for such a recent bombshell.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: So in bed that night, Casey kind of hops into bed with Tom and Sammy. And he's like, I recognize Claudia from Instagram. I think her dad is Carl Fogarty, who won 'I'm a celeb. And I, I was listening to my pod on paper and they looked up because something else that we haven't talked about is that the Islanders don't have somebody running their social media they just have to go dark while they're in the villa this year which is a change Mm. from previous seasons but Mm. they are not following each other casey is not following claudia so i don't know he recognizes Mm. her he'd been stalking her instagram but he doesn't follow it interesting Hmm. okay that's very interesting maybe he's a big motocross guy
2: maybe yeah i could honestly who knows i could too actually yeah So it's morning in the villa, and during the girls' chat, Claudia says that her type is basically Casey. Well, she's like, yeah, Uh,
0: you know, like longish hair, whatever, this, that, and the other thing. Blue eyes. The girls are like, Casey.
2: Casey, yeah. (laughs)
0: They're like, sorry, you don't have a choice. (laughs)
2: Exactly, right, pretty much. Um, We see Tanyelle and Jordan talk about being Tauruses. I loved this conversation so much. It was an extremely Taurus conversation. Tanyelle is like... I'm always hungry. I'm always eating my food in here. And Jordan's like, I love a girl who can eat. Um, Yeah, it was a very tourist conversation just talking about food and like laying around and relaxing. It was, I loved it. (laughs) it. (laughs) But she does ITM that she's not really feeling Jordan. We then see a conversation between Claudia and Tom and he says that he's open and that she is his type.
0: We then see Tanyelle chat with Shaq and she's saying that Jordan is just not that cheeky. Do you know who is?
2: Cheeky? Uh, Ron. Who? Ron,
0: 100%. So is, um,
2: I feel like Casey's a little cheeky.
0: Yeah, but Tanya is not going to be indicated. So we see Shaq ITM that he doesn't want Jordan to waste his time. I think that Shaq is kind of getting involved. I know that I've said in the past that I appreciated it, and I still do, Mm -hmm. but I understand there's been a little bit of pushback with him around just feeling like he's kind of getting too involved in other relationships, and I think this is an example of that. I agree. We now see Casey and Claudia, and they're chatting, and while they're chatting, Claudia gets a text that she is going on a date with two boys, and she picks Casey and Tom and they both seem stoked, but Casey particularly seems stoked.
2: Yeah. When they're walking out of the villa, I noticed that Claudia, like, walks a little bit. Like, like with her uh, arms, like, how? With her arms
0: out. Like a puppet? Yeah, a little bit, or like a, like a penguin, in a sense. Maybe Carl Fogarty is puppeting her from the outside. <laughs> She's like an AI sim.
2: Or I something. do think he <laughs> has, like,
0: questionable politics.
2: I believe it. Yeah. I saw a picture of him and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Did you notice
2: that he looks a lot like Casey? Really? Oh, hold on. Oh, he does have those, like, blue eyes and the haircut. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Which
0: is what she described as being her type. And they were like, Casey, but also your dad.
2: <laughs> yeah. But at least her dad's blonde. She did say she prefers brunettes.
0: Yeah, well... Yeah,
2: actually, like... You're right. He does kind of look like Casey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. This is weird.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
2: I hate that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the one thing about their relationship that I'm not stoked on. Other than that, I'm very here for it. Yeah. Claudia and Tom go on their date first, and it's a little gazebo date, and Tom asks her why he was picked. And she's like, you're easy on the eyes. And Northern, they're very connected mm-hmm. about the fact that they're both Northern. He says that family is big for him and asks about her dad and if it is Carl Fogarty. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sammy is talking to Tanyelle and Jesse about how she feels. And ITMs that she's feeling nervous and kind of realizing that Tom being on this date is, yeah, just making her realize how much she does like him.
2: Yeah. We then see Claudia and Casey's date and he says that Claudia has already ticked some boxes for him and that he's looking for someone to match his energy. And she says that she feels like he has a really good energy. He says he's 26 and he's had his fun growing up and he just feels like this timing is perfect. And I feel like they really seem to vibe.
0: Definitely. We now see a conversation back at the villa between Shaq and Olivia that I thought was really strange He wants to talk to her about the Jordan and Tanyelle situation. And Mm. Olivia says that she doesn't really think that Tanyelle is attracted to Jordan. And they're like, yeah, she did that to Spencer as well. Mm. I felt like Tanyelle was – I mean, it was early days, but I felt like she was into Spencer.
2: I feel like she could have been into Spencer.
0: Yeah. You know? Shaq is like, it's just out of convenience, and Shaq wants to tell Jordan not to waste his time with Tanya.
2: So then Tom, Casey, and Claudia return from their dates, and Claudia talks to the girls. She says that Tom makes her belly laugh, even though I didn't personally witness that. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) Tom tells the boys that they have a lot in common and that she is his type, and Claudia tells the girls that Casey makes her smile. Casey tells the boys he's really happy about the date.
0: We then see Tanya and Shaq talk to Jordan about Tanya. They tell him that he should put in effort with somebody who really wants to give it back and that that is not Tanya.
2: Yeah. I get that they're looking out for Jordan and, like, his best interest and all that, but I just feel like it's clearly setting up Tanya for failure and it's like, let him make the decision.
0: Yeah, this is, again, just Shaq kind of, putting himself in other people's business in a way he doesn't need mm-hmm. to. And I do not mean that about the run and Mona thing last week because I really appreciated that. But this was, like, not something this that he needed to be involved with.
2: Yeah, I agree. We then see a conversation between Sammy and Tom. And Tom says that he likes Sammy, uh, but will give the time of day to Claudia. But he wants to see more from Sammy, which it was a confusing statement. It kind of reminded me of when he was, like, to Olivia, like, I haven't seen your, like, Fun like bubbly side, side. yeah, yeah, again, like asking for a lot from his partner. He also says that he was missing her and thinking of her on the date. And we see an ITM from Claudia where she says that she was just getting really great energy from Casey.
0: Yeah, it's nighttime now, and we see a conversation between Jesse, Lana, Tanyel, and Olivia. Olivia is asking Tanyelle about Jordan, and Tanyelle repeats all of the same stuff that she's already said, that he's not super cheeky, but he does not for her. is like, he's right. really the only guy in here you're interested in, and Tanyelle is like, yeah.
2: Drinks. Did you see that? She was like, yeah. Drinks. Hmm. I, I, to me, it felt cagey. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It, to be implied, it was an implication of Ron.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Olivia's like, kind of, no one else. And Tanya shakes her head, no. So Dang. in people's business for someone who wants to not have people in her business, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Is. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. So
0: the Islanders receive a text, and it is a Pagatfi. Again, please gather around the fire pit immediately. There will be a recoupling tonight, and the girl not picked will be dumped from the island.
2: We move into episode 25, where we have our recoupling, and the boys are picking. Tom picks first, and he picks Sammy. Shaq picks
0: next, and he picks Tanya, of course. Ron is next, and he picks Lana. Casey is next, and he picks Claudia. And I'm curious to see how this goes so far. I feel like they do have a good vibe, but we'll see how Casa Amor is for such a new couple
2: right it's tough on them yeah kai's next and he picks olivia and we've just truly not even seen anything of them this week at all not even bed makeouts like we've seen nothing no chemistry no conversation even
0: i mean it's what we're four weeks into this and i still don't feel like i know anything about kai same will picks next and he picks jesse
2: and last to pick is Jordan. He says that he sees his girl as a platonic friendship now, but something could be there. And he picks
0: Ellie. I was so sad. Tanya, R.I.P. Tanya, our toxic I know. feminist queen.
2: I love her. I'm gonna miss her so her.
0: much. <laughs> Sammy is crying. Ron is, Ron crying. is crying. Yeah. yeah.
2: Tanya's like, it's all good.
0: Yeah, everything happens for a reason. It was my time. So sad. I wanted to see more of her. I wanted to see the Ron and Tanya thing happen. I do still think it could happen post-Villa, but I just think she was a great Islander. And there's this dynamic that happens sometimes with OGs where they get a little bit too big for their britches and, like, they Mm -hmm. take for granted that they are safe. And I think that Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that Ellie would go home and he would choose Tanya. Yeah. Sometimes it happens this way because the person picking feels bad for the person who hasn't had as much time or who hasn't had Mm -hmm. as much of a chance, but I just don't – I didn't get the feeling at all leading up to this that Tanyelle even really thought that she was in danger, which is strange. Usually there's conversations of, like, I don't know who's picking me tonight. Like, I'm scared I'm going to go home.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I was thinking a lot about how, like, I feel like the producers kind of fucked up with getting her sent home, and they should have stopped the whole – Shaq telling Jordan, etc. situation so that Jordan would be more inclined to pick Tanyelle because Tanyelle is
0: excellent fucking TV. Do you think that he would have picked Tanyelle over Ellie had that not happened? Yeah, I do. I do too.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, That's on the producers for that that fuck up. Absolutely. She would have been so good to watch in Casa. Yeah. Right?
0: She would have, but I mean, Jordan and Ellie end up going home anyway, so... I don't think yeah. that probably would have been Tanya and Jordan. I don't know. Maybe not, though, because people may have voted for them just for right. Tanya being such a popular islander.
2: Is she only popular with us, though? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she in the bottom three, like, last week? No, that
0: was a while ago. That was a while ago. So was Tanya. I feel like she's more like That's now. true.
2: That's so true. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, well.
0: Did you want to talk anyway. a little bit about Tanyel's After Sun interview? Yes, yes.
2: So in the After Sun interview with Tanyel, Maya Jama asks her straight up about Ron. And she continues to deny anything more. And she's like, yeah, basically, like, we figured out, like, there was really nothing between us at all once we were coupled up together. And then after that, we were just, like, friends. And I was like,
0: I just, I don't know if I totally buy that still. It sounds to me like Ron wants what he can't have and she chose him and so he decided he didn't want her. Mm-hmm. And maybe neither of them are like in tune enough or aware enough to be like, "Oh, wait, like we have great sexual chemistry and our best right. friends." Right. That a relationship makes, my friends.
2: Right. Best friends, sexual chemistry, that's all you need, guys. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's not that's an
2: exaggeration, but <laughs> No, that's it. That's 100%. They're core. <laughs> core, core
0: pieces of a solid relationship They are sure. they are yeah interesting are. i didn't yeah. see that we see a conversation with ron and lana and he tells her that he's not going to mess it up and lana just seems pretty emotionally overwhelmed and starts crying i think probably because of tanya going home
2: we then see a conversation between casey tom will and Shaq, and they say that there's been a segregation within the boys it's ron and kai and then everybody else And Shaq says that he and the others have called out Ron a lot, and Ron doesn't like to be told the truth.
0: Yeah, he's like, he says that he appreciates it, but I don't think he does.
2: Yeah, exactly. And they also say that Kai has a tendency to, like, tiptoe around Ron. And at that moment, they cut to Ron and Kai in the kitchen. Ron looks over at the boys, and he's like, it does my head in. And he says that situation with the boys is making him not enjoy his time in Love Island.
0: Poor BB Ron. Baby Ron. In the morning we have our BCGC, and Ron is saying that it's hard to see Tanyelle go, but that he's positive about being in a couple with Lana. Jordan says that it was a hard decision for him, and it always is for the person in that position who's basically sending Mm -hmm. someone home. Ron is like, I'll keep it lighthearted, but he feels like there's a divide between the boys, and Casey's like, to be honest, I felt it since I've arrived. Ron Mm -hmm. wants it back the way that things were and Shaq says that there shouldn't be any bad blood or awkwardness between them and they want to make the most of the time in the villa. Very boy convo. They're like not actually working through anything.
2: Exactly. No one's really saying anything at all. Yeah. (laughs) And then we see a conversation between Ron and Kai. Ron says that he feels mixed about the chat in the morning to which I say, yeah, that's because no one actually said anything. Kai says that he feels like Casey was trying to find an issue. I didn't get that. Uh, Ron says, I don't like it, but I'm not going to deep it. Ron says, I don't like it, but I'm not going to deep it. Kai says that there are people here he wouldn't hang out with outside of the villa. And like everyone people- except for Ron? Right. And exactly, yeah. And Kai says that people have forgotten that Ron has feelings too. Very cancer of Kai. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's like, no, people aren't forgetting that Ron has feelings. Ron is just fucked up so much that his feelings right. aren't taking priority right now.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I fucking yes. can't. I know.
0: <laughs> the Islanders get a
2: text. The boys are going to be making a three-course dinner for the girls.
0: Woohoo! All right, Ooh. so it's nighttime, and the guys are making dinner. Will is immediately spilling things. (laughs) They kind of break up. I think Ron is like, I'll be the sous chef. They break up into their little rolls in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. The girls come out. They have their two top tables set all around the pool. We see a chat with Casey and Claudia. It feels super natural. And Claudia is saying that he feels like home, which is cute. It's cute. Ron and Lana are chatting. It's pretty typical. They're happy. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't care less. Fuck Ron. Um,
2: (laughs) She didn't know what tomfoolery meant.
0: Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, Tom was being a fool? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Sometimes I'm like, how educated are you people? Okay, but also sometimes I'm like, maybe they are meant for each other because, well, except for not because I don't want Lana to be with somebody who's controlling, so not really. But... In this regard, like, that feels like something that Ron would say, like, when he was, like, oat milk is dairy and eggs are dairy. Exactly. (laughs) Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. There seems to be kind of a good vibe between Jordan and Ellie. Nothing happens really with Kai and Olivia. They're continuing to be the most boring couple on the island.
2: We see Tom and Sammy. They're saying that they're really into each other. We cut back to Casey and
0: Claudia, and
2: he leans in for a
0: kiss. It felt so So natural to me the way that happened as well, and their kiss seemed really good, and then he got so excited and kind of like leaned back and spilled his drink on himself.
2: (laughs) It was so cute. So cute. I loved it. Then after dinner, we see that Ron goes over to Tanya and Lana by the fire pit, and he's just Chatting random shit with them. And Shaq is basically yelling over, like, hey, Ron, come help us clean up. Like, all the boys are cleaning up and you're just chatting. And Ron just totally ignores them. And then Shaq eventually walks over to them and he's like, seriously, come clean up. Like, we're all doing it together. Just come and clean and then you can have a chat. And Ron eventually gets up and walks with Shaq back to the kitchen but then tanya says that shack was being too much
0: ron is always wearing a pearl necklace and not yeah. just him a lot of the other guys are i've seen tom and one and somebody else i don't know
2: will will wears one jordan wears one yes what is this mm-hmm. is this the thing? oh
0: it's like it's like the, it's like the new
2: thing yeah all
0: the kids all the boys are doing it okay do you think they're pearls like are back real baby. Pearls, <laughs> or do you think they're like she and no. pearls
2: they're she and pearls for sure
0: Ugh, i can't I know. Yeah. Not my vibe. Nor is it mine. So, yes, the girls are discussing what happened. Olivia says, I really don't think this is just about cleaning. Wow. How insightful. <laughs> Lana is like Ron is biting his tongue, but stuff like that pisses him off. And Shaq is causing friction for what? Tanya's is like, I'm going to talk to Shaq about it. -hmm. Olivia talks to Ron and Lana about what Shaq said, and Ron is angry, but he's like, I'm not going to make it a thing. This is honestly going to be one of the things that I'm just fake about. (laughs) Exactly. One of the (gasps) many. Oh, no, but he's like, this is the one thing I'm going to be fake
2: about. Like, okay. (laughs) Right. Then the viewer is alerted that the public will be voting for their most compatible couple, and that takes us into episode 26. It is morning again in the villa, and Shaq pulls Ron for a chat. Shaq says that we used to be a lot closer, and it stems from how much he cares about Lana, but he doesn't really want there to be friction. Ron agrees with him. Ron said it was a lot more about the Casey situation, and he felt like Shaq liked Casey more than him, and that everybody else was also siding with Casey. Shaq apologizes, and he didn't know that Ron was feeling pushed to the side, and that he should have considered more about how Ron was feeling. Ron says it's done and dusted. I doubt that. Yeah.
0: Shaq talks to Tanya and Lana and says that he cleared the air with Ron. Tanya brings up the dishes situation and says that her and Lana thought that it was really rude. Shaq is like, all the boys were annoyed and I was just the one who said something. Honestly, I relate to this because I'm usually that person. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tanya is like, you got to pick your battles. And it seemed like it was more than just the kitchen. Tanya is like, it was embarrassing for Ron. Tanya ITMs that Shaq was wrong. And the more that he thinks about it, he'll realize and appreciate that she's just giving to him what he gives to everyone else and kind of holding a mirror up to him. Right. At this point, I thought that it was really, really strange that Tanya chose to have that conversation with Lana present. What did you think? I
2: agree. I totally agree. I think I might have brought it up somewhere else. Well, they they talk about it
0: later on, and Chuck brings it up that he was upset with Tanya. But in that moment already, I was just like, what is happening? I definitely would have felt the same way. I wouldn't have liked it. I know. I'm trying to imagine, like, if I did something bitchy and Gabe, like, sat down with his friends to confront me about it, I would feel extremely betrayed.
2: Oh, totally. I think, like, any time that you start involving other people – in your relationship and into your own dramas, it, shit gets murky real fast. Yeah. So Tanya and Shaq have a brief conversation where he tells her that he feels double teamed and he seems really closed off and shuts shuts down a little bit. But then the Islanders receive a text and it's a girl's day out.
0: I was convinced when this happened that it was going to be Casa more.
2: Oh, God, I wish.
0: I know. <laughs> it would have really added something to this boring ass week. I know. The girls are out and they do a cheers and they talk about how close they've become. And I think they're saying, like, we're so much closer right now than the boys are. <laughs> like, yeah. Just this ongoing conversation about how there's a rift between the boys, but it's not being really worked out or discussed in more detail than it just being mm-hmm. acknowledged. Mm hmm. The girls ask Ellie how things are going and she says that she feels deflated after not really getting along with any of the boys and that things aren't clicking with Jordan. She had already said earlier that his speech said it all and that she wasn't going to put any more effort into it being romantic. Mm -hmm. Olivia's like, I'm so happy. Lana says that she feels at home with Ron. To me, that says like maybe you've been in toxic relationships before so this feels comfortable but that doesn't mean it's Mm -hmm. a good thing. True, true. Sammy says that she's happy with Tom, and Jesse says that she feels smitten and she's really fallen for, well, and all the so girls are like, have cute. you said the L word? And she's like, no. I know. <laughs> Claudia so says cute. that Casey is cute and makes her laugh, and Tanya says that the feelings are strong and that they're there, but she's still seeing his bad sides and trying to figure out if she can tolerate it.
2: Which I think is fair.
0: I think it's fair, too. But I also think that, listen, all of the Islanders know that Casa is coming. We're going to get into our predictions in a bit. But I think that Tanya is trying to start planting some seeds right here Mm -hmm. and with this Shack situation that Mm -hmm. will make it okay for her to turn in Casa.
2: I have so many thoughts about this. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. so then we see a chat between tom and kai and they both say that they can't really see their head turning casey's like i've only known claudia two days i really like her but i'm not gonna say my head won't turn because you never know valid realistic casey yeah. good job
0: we see a chat now with Shaq and will and Shaq is telling will about the conversation that he had with lana and tanya Will says that he felt like Shaq handled the situation with Ron in a fair way, which to me does show that Shaq was probably telling the truth that all the boys were annoyed and he was just Mm -hmm. the one that spoke up about it because Will seems to be on his side and I would have been annoyed too. Mm -hmm. Shaq says that he felt spoken to like a child in that situation with Lana and Tanya And he says he can be told he's wrong, but he didn't like the way that she went about it. And I appreciate this, right? He's making a clear distinction between like, it's not that I can't acknowledge that maybe I could have handled the situation better. It's just that I was totally ganged up on and like that didn't make anything better.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he's he's basically saying like, I can recognize that maybe I handled the wrong situation not that well, but. I also don't want to be like confronted in front of our friend. Yeah. Cuz it's awkward. Back during Girls' Day, we see the girls chat about the boys and all the tension that's going on between Shack and Ron. Tanya says that she gets the ick when he goes for people a lot, and then the girls cheers to sticking together. Then the girls return to the villa and we see a conversation between Claudia and Casey where she tells Casey about how they all the girls were talking about the Ron, Lana, Shack situation. Olivia tells Kai that the dynamic with the boys is off, and Shaq and Tanya sit in awkward silence after she tells him what the girls did on the uh, outing, which I thought was weird, but might have just been odd editing.
0: This could really be the breakdown, the beginning of the end for them.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: It's nighttime now and we see Ron and Lana chat and he says that he feels like things are better with the guys and things are getting a little bit less awkward and that he squashed the beef with Shaq.
2: Uh, We see a conversation between Tanya and Shaq. He says that he wanted to speak to her because he didn't like how Tanya handled things and felt like he was being told off. He didn't appreciate it and he didn't like the way she went about it. She says no one is coming to him like a child and he's starting to get heated about this Saying, I would never put you in that situation. She says that she doesn't regret how she did it, which I was kind of surprised by. And then she says, why can't you see that you were wrong? And that was it. She wasn't telling him off. She was just telling him how it looked. She says, now I'm seeing the bits of you that I don't like. And you do things that remind me of my ex. And he says that that doesn't sit right. She says that these are the things that ended her past relationship, basically, And I felt like this conversation was pretty honest, but they don't really resolve it. They're both really upset. She's like, I don't really have anything to say. And he says, well, we'll sit here until you do, which I did not like.
0: I think that he was just getting more and more frustrated because she wouldn't even acknowledge that maybe pulling him with Lana wasn't the best way to approach things. Yeah. Whereas I do think that he was willing to acknowledge that maybe he didn't approach things in the best way or that he could have done things differently with Ron. And I think that he yeah. is being slightly turned off from her inability to do the same.
2: Yeah, that's true. Not
0: me always being on Team Shaq. <laughs> you always... You do always bring it back, but it's valid. It's honestly valid. The thing that people need to take into consideration is that this is an extremely stressful environment, and everyone is going to have conflict, and everyone is going to deal with things in not the best way. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it will be shown, and sometimes it won't be shown. And with Shaq, it's being shown. But what's also being shown is him coming back around with a level head and cleaning up his mistakes. And I don't Mm -hmm. feel like we see that from the other islanders. So I give him some grace for having those mistakes. I mean, honestly, I feel like really the only one that was bad was the kissing challenge one. I kind of agree with him. I'm kind of on Team Shaq when it comes to this boys drama. I don't see him having the kind of blind ignorance to his own actions that most of the other Islanders do.
2: I totally agree. I think that he's more than willing to take accountability for something that he's done.
0: And that's honestly like healthy for people to see Mm -hmm. on TV, right? Versus these other things. That's why I appreciate him so much because there's so much bad modeling of relationships that happens on this show. And I do think that he just is a good model of healthy relationships. I agree. So we now see Tanya talking to the girls and she's like, he wanted to pull me and tell me (laughs) what I did wrong. She's like he was fuming. It's all ego. Ellie is like it's not that deep. Sammy says that this is what's gonna happen because you guys care for each other. You agreed with that?
2: No, I liked this point because Sammy is basically saying like Tanya, calm down. You guys love each other. You guys care for each other. You're still getting to know each other. You're gonna have an argument. This is a relationship. This is this is having a relationship.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just I guess maybe I I read it as Sammy being like. This fight that you guys are having is normal, where I was like, kind of, but also Tanya is not taking any accountability for the fact that maybe she could have handled things better.
2: Yeah, I took it as, like, Sammy's, like, your fighting in general is normal.
0: Right. Tanya ITMs that Shaq is giving her potential icks, which is big, because I personally don't think there's any coming back from an ick. I agree. Tanya then walks back up to Shaq and is like, are you okay? And he's like, N- honestly, no. She said, thinking about what was said, it is not like I don't think that we will work because of this. She reiterates that she loves him, and that's why things affect her so much, and she wants to focus on their connection. He could never be happier content with her comparing him to her ex, and she's like, I'm not questioning our relationship. If you want me to sugarcoat things, I can do that.
2: She was, like, doing really well, and then he just was like, I don't like the fact that you compared me to your ex. And then she kind of stabbed him with a dagger. <laughs> yeah. The whole, like, <sighs> if you want me to sugarcoat
0: things, I can do that. It was like,
2: ooh, that was not necessary. Yeah.
0: Eesh. I also just do think this is an overreaction. Like, it was annoying that Ron wasn't helping. All the boys were helping.
2: Yeah. Honestly, what it is is Tanya's tired of apologizing and she doesn't want to have to do it anymore and instead of just acknowledging her half of the situation because it's not like she has to apologize for everything she just has to acknowledge what she's done right she's like i'm, I'm sick of apologizing in general and i'm not going to acknowledge what i've done he has to just say all the sorry's
0: but then this whole argument just becomes semantics we're not actually talking about the issue here. We're now talking about how it was handled because we're refusing to acknowledge that maybe it could have been handled better.
2: Yes, Like, if Tanya
0: had just been like, dang, like, I hear that and I'm sorry that you felt that way. It wasn't my intention to Mm -hmm. corner you or to make you feel like a child, but let's talk about how you handled the situation, if maybe there was a different way to do that, because it felt like it put me in an uncomfortable situation.
2: The Islanders then get a text. Pagatfi, please gather around the fire pit immediately. The public have been voting for who they feel is the most compatible couple, and the couple with the fewest votes risk being dumped from the villa. They immediately announce the couples with the fewest votes, and they are Sammy and Tom, Ellie and Jordan, Olivia and Kai.
0: Did you think it was surprising that Claudia and Casey weren't in the bottom? Just I feel like normally a new couple would be.
2: Yes, 100%. I was very surprised, but I actually didn't even really question it that much. I think just because they really got on so well so quickly. Yeah. That – It really does overshadow some of these other couples.
0: And they are like these newer bombshells who have been so immediately accepted by the Mm -hmm. island. And we're now seeing also by the public, which is beautiful and by the producers as well. The couple with the fewest votes and dumped from the island is Jordan and Ellie. I was not surprised by this, but I'm sure that Ellie, and probably Jordan, but Ellie was in there a bit longer, was disappointed to leave Mm -hmm. right before Casa. I know that she was hoping to have that opportunity to meet someone else.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, Ari, it is time for our
2: awards. Yay.
0: How many of your eggs are in which Islanders' baskets?
2: I've got four eggs with Jesse and Will. Two eggs for Tanyelle, because I love her. Goodbye. Fallen soldier. (laughs) Two eggs for Casey and Claudia, because I'm rooting for them. Uh, Two eggs for Sammy, because I hope that she finds somebody else in casa. (laughs) I don't know. I don't hate Tom, but it's also just like... uh...
0: Is it sad that I don't want her to
2: find someone else? (laughs) It's not bad. It's not bad. It's okay. It is okay.
0: Tom really turned it around for me this week. I don't know what to tell you. Also, I think that this was very exemplified, not to cut you off in the middle of your eggs, but I think this was very Mm. exemplified with the boys' drama of saying that Kai and Ron are separated from the rest of the boys. I think that Tom did a very good job making sure that he was on the correct side of that divide.
2: Yes. I do agree with that. Definitely. And then I've got two eggs just in the villa itself. I've got I've got two eggs in the Casa Villa because I am looking forward to the drama. Amazing. <laughs> what about you?
0: I took a little page from your book last week and I'm gonna take nice. one of my eggs, crack it, and pour it out for Tanya. Take another, Love crack it. it, pour it out for Ellie. Oh nice. I have one egg in Sammy's basket, one egg for Tom's eyes. <laughs> Essentially their own islander at this point. (laughs) So true. I have two eggs in Casey's basket. I think that he just came in, really called Ron out on his shit, and integrated with the group so flawlessly, and it takes a very special person to be able to do that. I think he seems normal and sweet, and whether it's with Claudia or someone else, I hope that he gets what he wants out of this experience, love, success, fame, whatever. I have two eggs in Lana's basket. I'm feeling very sad for her. Mm. back with Ron and we'll see how Casa goes but I'm gonna be bummed for her if Ron is her whole Love Island experience when he's been such a dick the whole time
2: (sighs) yeah yeah yeah
0: I've got two eggs for Will one for Shaq and one for Claudia perfect I love that this week
2: who was your most
0: toxic Islander Uh, as a shock to no one My most toxic islander this week was Ron. Ron. What about you? (laughs)
2: My most toxic islander this week was Lana. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's her fault she picked him. She's dumb. She's dumb. She didn't want to look like a dickhead. She looks
0: like a dickhead. (sighs) Yeah, I just feel like she's being manipulated.
2: (sighs) I don't deny that, but oh, well. Yeah. It's more fun if I say Lana.
0: (laughs) What was your most shocking moment of the week?
2: I said it was the sneakiness of Shaq, Tanya, and Olivia, and their maybe conscious, not so conscious efforts of sending home Tanya.
0: Interesting. What about you? My most shocking moment of the week was the escalation with the boys and the fight between Ron and Shaq.
2: That did reach heights. Yeah.
0: And now this week, instead of doing – our finalist predictions we are going to go through each of the couples so I have a list here if that works for you and we are going to predict if these people are going to stick or twist so first off is Shaq (sighs) Shaq will stick I agree I put stick yeah Tanya
2: I think Tanya will turn but stick
0: like uh Liam and Millie
2: yeah Andrew yeah Actually, not Andrew. Yeah, he no, back Andrew,
0: back Andrew and uh, I know we said that before, but Andrew and Tasha, they they both came back recoupled.
2: That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Okay. I just, for fun's sake, I'm going to say that Tanya will twist because I do think okay. that she is planting these seeds and I am kind of bored of them as a couple. So,
2: the reason I don't think she'll sway is because they've fucked and they're saying, I love you. Yeah. And so it's like, if she genuinely loves him, she would have to, like, fall in love with
0: somebody else. Do you know what I mean? Well, and they also have said they're exclusive. So if she were to twist, it would be basically cheating.
2: Right. 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 So it's going to take a lot. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's, it's a leap.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. But it's yeah. one that I'm willing to put my money on. Well, I hope it happens. All my money. <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> will. Will will stick. I'll be. Will will stick. Jesse. Jesse will stick. Jessie will think. stick. Olivia.
2: Twist. Hanjo. Hon- she will twist.
0: Interesting. I put stick. Ooh, why? Because I can see her in Casa being on like a high horse and like telling all the new boys like how great her relationship is with Kai and being like, come on, Jesse. Come on, Tanya. Let's go sleep outside. I could see that happening and my prediction is that Kai will twist.
2: Uh, I definitely think Kai will twist too. Tom. <sighs> I have no idea.
0: I don't either. I was so back and forth I have with no him. No idea. I can't read
2: him sometimes, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm going to say I have stick
2: no idea. just because he redeemed himself for me. I think I think I'm going to say stick too, honestly. And Sammy? I think she will also stick i agree casey i think casey will twist Mm.
0: i said that casey will stick so this is why
2: it's only been a couple days and he's already set up the fact that his head might turn because he hasn't known claudia that long Mm -hmm. which is actually
0: a really smart
2: play because it sets the viewers expectations pretty low
0: And also, like, he is in a good position to go into Casa and, like, genuinely Mm -hmm. test out other connections. Test the waters. Come back.
2: But then he could still bring somebody back. She probably wouldn't be that offended. And then if he still really liked Claudia, he could easily go back to her. Mm -hmm. It would be no issue, I'm sure. The
0: reason that I think that he'll stick is because I think that he wants to be a Fogerty oh like, I can he see knows that yeah that's who fair he, is. he knows who her dad is like unless another oh, nepo baby point. walks into casa I think that he is pretty into the idea of her in addition to also genuinely liking her I believe
2: that's a fair point I've kind of forgot she was a nepo baby so yeah.
0: that makes sense yeah what about okay. Claudia I think Claudia will twist yeah I, I do too yeah all right and I left this one Sorry. for last Lana
2: Lana will stick. Lana
0: will stick. All right. Ron. Stick. I think Ron will stick, but he'll fuck around a lot.
2: Yeah. Ron has something to prove, though. And I feel like that's the only fucking reason he won't twist.
0: I agree, I don't think he's gonna recouple with somebody, but he is yeah. not going to close the doors and sleep outside and not talk to people and so true. do all that. He's, like no way. He's
2: definitely not gonna sleep outside. Definitely not. He's gonna do no. the Liam. Yeah. And I could yeah, actually see yeah. them
0: doing with Lana what they did with Millie in that situation, where they bring back whatever girl Ron is fucking around with in Casa yeah. to meet with Lana. that was so awesome. Do (laughs) it. (laughs) Casa
2: is the time where I'm like ruin everything. (laughs) Yeah, destroy it all, burn it all down. I love it. It's my favorite. Time of the season. It's my favorite. It's
0: also when things have gotten a bit boring, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Shaq right. and Tanya, what now? Yeah. So we'll exactly. see what happens, but we will come back Ugh. next week, and we will tell you how accurate our predictions were. And uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait either. I'm so it's gonna curious. Be a good week. I think a lot of them are very <laughs> up in the air for me of of what they're going to do because. Specifically, this trio of Tom, Kai, and Ron have really been making moves to play the game Mm -hmm. better. But I'm like, there's going to be so much temptation. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to hold strong with that. I mean, the producers are definitely going to force one crazy breakup at the Mm -hmm. least. So we'll just have to see.
2: Yeah, I cannot wait. I am living for it. It'll be definitely very interesting yeah thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to chat next week bye
0: Bye. thank you so much for listening please follow us at she's got the chat on instagram and tiktok rate and review us on spotify or apple podcasts can't wait to chat next week